Welcome in to the TGI Friday, April 3rd, Fun Astrology Podcast. Tell you what, when I named this podcast Fun Astrology Podcast, I had no idea. Neither did any of us, I'll tell you, at that time. Nobody thought this would be the outcome of everything coming ahead. I just thought, hey, you know, so often astrology conversations can be dry as four-day-old toast. And I just thought, hey, spice it up, you know, make it fun. But I got to tell you, I'm struggling coming in here every day and uh, this sky and the things that we have to report. My son is taking an interest in looking at astrology because old dad called one that uh, he all of a sudden wanted to know, how did you know? And he was aware that I was the, the, that the sky was pointing to something shifting. And, you know, I didn't take it dark side. A lot of you guys left comments in iTunes saying that you appreciated that this podcast was not a negative podcast. And maybe it should have been more so. I don't know. I've, I've kind of beaten myself up about that a few times, but I thought, no. But as I was going over a few things with my son and he says, gosh, is there anything good coming? Because we were looking all the way up into way on down the road. Um, and I think that that's part of the shift. You know, everybody, if you look at the spiritual community and how this thing is being perceived by a lot of people that are in tune with things quite well, <laughs> not just from astrology, uh, that this is a, a band, a wave band of things, you know, that, that the world is shifting. So let's talk about a couple of things going on today. I'm uh, going to also talk about Mars because I think Mars is kind of a key to understanding and looking at what might be going on here. Okay, so today, Friday, April 3rd, Venus moves into Gemini at 1.02 p.m. this afternoon. Don't know that that's a good thing. <laughs> like, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, whenever a planet changes signs, uh, except with the exception of what just happened, because the only two signs that are ruled by the same planet are Capricorn and Aquarius. Now, that's in ancient astrology. In modern astrology, they are not. In astrology in general, Saturn is the only ruler of Capricorn. It is the ancient ruler of Aquarius, but Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius. So there's a dual sign thing there. Venus is the ruler of Taurus, but Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. And Taurus and Gemini are just about as opposite as you can get. So usually that's the case, is the next sign is distinctly different from the prior sign. And Gemini is an air sign. Earth, uh, Taurus is Earth. I mean, Taurus is grounded. Gemini is flighty. Uh, Taurus is a homebody. Gemini is a butterfly. So... Venus has been nice and grounded, well, except for everything that's been going on, but has been home, let's say at least, in Taurus for about the last three and a half weeks, and now is moving into Gemini and will be going, really? It's almost like a disruption, like a, a you know, think about being centered and grounded and at home in your little cabin in the woods, and then all of a sudden, you're teleported or transported to a 
packed, noisy bar at the bottom of Lower Manhattan after the market just closed. You know, I mean, they used to have those things. They were called bars. It's where people gathered. They used to do that. You know, it's like, boy, uh, that's the stark difference. You're in your little cabin in the woods. You've been tilling your garden. It's nice. It's beautiful. The only sounds you hear are those of the birds. And then all of a sudden, boom, this radical difference. And then it's people talking and talking and talking. And it's loud and it's chaotic and it's moving around and it's energetic. And there's a buzz and you're going, I want my cabin back. Now, Venus rules money. So when I, when v, when March started, you remember when March started and we thought that Venus was moving into Taurus and I thought, hey, this would be a good month to manifest some money and kind of thought we'd play with that for the month of, and then look at yesterday, unemployment numbers come out highest since the Great Depression. I mean, explain to me what happened with Venus in Taurus, except, and see, this is where I'm going, macro, micro except that there is a macro agenda that's just bigger because technically it should have been a good month to manifest money. That's the by the book interpretation. Okay, enough of Venus moving into Gemini. Sorry about that. Wish it was better. Mercury conjuncts Neptune. Now here again, my son, dad, is there anything? And I don't want to keep laying heavy on you, but Mercury in Pisces is, let's just say, not exalted. I don't want to use the D word, but Mercury is not exalted. It's the opposite of exalted in Pisces. A lot of astrologers were correlating the Mercury retrograde, which started in Pisces, dipped into Aquarius, and then went back into Pisces as being part of the beginning of the expansion, the uh, broadening out of the virus. Well, now that Mercury is conjuncting Neptune. Now, Neptune rules Pisces, so we'll have to see. Again, I think the thing is, is just observing at this point, but there's another astrological energetic point. So for today, I mean, just today, we have Venus moving from the cabin to the Manhattan bar. Mercury in detriment in Pisces, conjuncting Neptune. Now, Neptune has several health implications, I won't go into them all here. You can Google. There's quite a bit online on Neptune and health. But basically, let's boil it down to that Neptune is kind of over things that are toxic to the body. So, yeah, this Mercury could have been part of the trigger. So just as we looked at the conjunction earlier in the week between Mars and Saturn, could this conjunction, which, by the way, happens at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time, Mercury conjunct Neptune, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. Now, if that is part of kind of this process, could it be a tipping point? In other words, could there have been waxing energy up to that? So we've had the Mars-Saturn. Now we've got the Mercury-Neptune. Could we get some relief after this? Or it, could it go the other way and be another domino trip? So, again, we just have to observe these energetic points and then compare them to the headlines. Now, the other one that I wanted to, oh, 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 let's see. So tomorrow, and I think I'm going to do an episode for tomorrow, but Jupiter conjuncts Pluto tomorrow. That's going to be in the evening, 1043 p.m. So, yes, actually, I will do an episode tomorrow, and we will talk in depth about that. So let's set it aside for today. Just know that it's coming tomorrow, and that's another big one. Last one we'll talk about here is Mars, and this has been the one that I've been meditating on, contemplating on, and pondering on. 
because Mars has moved into Aquarius. So go back. When Mars moved into Capricorn is kind of when the domino tripped on all of this stuff. Now, the virus was already out. Mars moved in, in on February 16th, but it was like it punched it. Now you have Mars in Aquarius. Aquarius is about society. It's about people, groups of people, people who around the whole world, just think of the magnitude of this just still hasn't sunk into my consciousness, are in lockdown. And Mars is getting ready to sweep across the sign of tribe and people. And already I'm seeing some economists and business people say, you've got to put the world back to work. They're saying we have to get flattening the curve and economic health back in some kind of symmetry. And what Mars sweeping across Aquarius could certainly lead to is the thing I think they're getting ready for, and that is social unrest. And again, I'm not even looking at the aspects in the chart. I mean, the fact that Venus is trying Jupiter, I just don't think carries a lot of weight right now. And I think the headlines are proving that out. I mean, the the subtleties of the chart just don't seem to be as amplified. But I think this is one that deserves our observation as things continue to unfold. You guys, I wish, I so wish I had some positives in the energy of the chart. Where I'm getting my positives is, number one, I have had personally a peace that I just can't even describe. I mean, it has been so calm. And I'm seeing and hearing that from a lot of other people that they're just saying they're not rattled by this. Hmm. Observations. And then the other thing is I've just released whatever is going on. We're all in it for the ride and, and trying to control or resist this wave is just foolish. You know, I love to ski, and they say if you're ever caught in an avalanche, that you you kind of try to swim with it. I don't know how that's possible, but basically, you don't resist it. You have to go with it. If you're floating down a river and there's a, there's a surge of water, you have to just go with it to get to your destination. And I think that's what we're up against. So we will keep looking at the energetic hotspots, and I promise you, whenever I get the opportunity, I will, I will, I will, I will shine a positive light on it, because that's what we all really want, and that's the hope. And the hope is, as I've said from the very beginning, when I did my birthday special audio or video that I mentioned yesterday, is when you look at this historically, it has always been a thousand times better on the other side. So whatever this is, there's a very bright, beautiful scene once it has done its work. All right? And that's what I'm holding on to. That's where we'll leave it for today. I'll see you back here tomorrow, and we will talk about the conjunction between Jupiter and Pluto, one of three this year. All right? Have a good one. TGI Friday, sending you love. Stay strong and stay safe. Bye-bye.